Welcome to Thinky Comet, a collection of nuanced conversations about the Black experience. I'm your host, Nia Marie. On this podcast, we explore topics that empower, educate, and illustrate the necessity for honest conversations about being Black, all with the aim of reaching personal liberation and challenging systems of oppression. I'm really excited to have you here, Tyler. This is great. You're in the studio. Yes, I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> the Inky Comet Studio, and we're yes. trying out video. So many new things are happening. We got great new weekend. equipment. It's a good time. It is a great weekend. Um, so, Tyler, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell a little bit about where you've been. You were one of the original Inky Comet contributors. I always have to shout y'all out because yes. I love you, and I love that y'all are still involved. <laughs> yes. Hey everyone, I'm Tyler, uh, Nia's friend from college. She was my mentor and uh, I was born in Chicago, grew up in Dallas and went to Chicago for college. Basically went, ran back to the city as fast as I could. <laughs> but Bye, I Texas. Miss <laughs> I miss it now, but, um, and I've been there ever since and met Nia in college and yeah, She's one of my best friends. Aww, besties. Yes. Living the dream in Chicago, having yes. a good time. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know, there's a lot happening. Yeah, I love you're like you're you're holding some back. You're like, we're we're keeping it for the podcast. <laughs> Tyler's like, I'm not giving you anything in the introduction. <laughs> Just let's set the stage. You know? Let's set the stage. <laughs> Where we been at? Where have we been? Yo, the past, you know, um, I think collectively the past three years have been rough. So, you know, I'll speak for myself. But, you know, there has been a lot of collective grief, a lot of trauma. A lot of things have just happened. And so, yeah, we're sharing on this episode, talking a bit about where we've been and how our current situations reflect popular or stereotypes that we grew up with you know and like not all of it but there are elements of that in our stories and it's this it's this I don't processing know. It's it. Processing We're that. processing the last couple years. <laughs> We're processing some feelings from the past year and a half, six months. You know, I, I feel like it's just we're in a place where 2020 happened. There was so many, so many things came out of that year. And I feel like we're really processing it and evolving in this new world. What does it mean to really live in an uncertain time, you know? Yeah, oh, it's so uncertain. I was yeah. thinking about my stuff uh, personally, but when you bring up everything else in the world, it's just like there. Yeah, it's yeah, and our own individual experiences are such a reflection of the collective uncertainty, the collective grief. There's a lot just going on, so I guess we can just jump right in. Let's so go we're going through a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what have you been going through, Tyler? Yeah, um, I'm in. Just trans. I'm I'm in a tough place right now. I feel like there's moments in your life where you're probably, you know, just going through it, experiencing a lot of pain, suffering. Uh, you're reflecting, needing to evolve, and so I'm very much just in that space. I am a new mother. Yay. I had a baby last spring. Yes. And he Fabulous is, job. Yes. He is the light of my life. I feel like I, in so many ways, was supposed to be a mom and I'm supposed to be Christopher's mom. And 
I feel honored to be his mom. I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be in so many ways. And I also feel like my life has been hit by a wrecking ball. <laughs> Damn. <yeah. laughs> and I am recovering. In yeah. some ways, I'm picking up pieces. In some ways, I'm just moving on and getting through it. Um, CJ is, Christopher is just amazing and such a joy. And I feel like my job right now is pretty stable and that I enjoy what I do and I enjoy the company. Uh, and yet (laughs) I feel just so much pain and suffering and yet I'm really in a, in a tough place. And so how do we, how do I live in it because it's not really ending anytime soon. So how do I just recognize that this is just that this is the chapter. And although I want the chapter to be over (laughs) and I'm ready for some bright, happy times, um, I'm still in it. So just processing it and Mm -hmm. moving through it. And yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. (laughs) Yeah. And motherhood is so encompassing of your identity, even regardless of, I think, how you come into it. You can come on, come into it under the best circumstances in terms of what is best. Cause you have, you had a community show up for you, oh my you know, again, in this whole thing, you know, you've had my support system. Shout yeah. out to my support system. <laughs> Shout out to my mom who yeah. is currently babysitting. She's just <laughs> visited me four times in the past year. And it's just been, she's just been such such a big support. Yeah. Shout out to my support system yeah. because yes, they have definitely been here for me. So all of that to say, I think coming into motherhood is really hard for everyone under quote unquote the best circumstances, but who can even say what the best circumstances are? You know what I mean? And so Mm -hmm. much of it is our own personal journey. And like, perhaps there is this expectation that it's supposed to look one way Mm -hmm. that also maybe adds to the kind of the grieving that we go through, you know, because it's like all of your needs have been met. And that goes back to like the joy of the present moment and the past and the future is truly an illusion. All we have Mm -hmm. is the present moment. Mm -hmm. And for us, especially in this chapter of like feeling emotional difficulty, understanding just the abundance, you know what I mean? The abundance that is present, the blessings and just like being very grateful for that. Yes. And not letting it get you down, not letting the rest of it get you down, you know, be radically present and recognize that this is a beautiful moment, you know, even in this moment right now, this is a beautiful moment being together. We've both been looking forward to this weekend so much and recognizing that even though we might have, I know we're going to get into this, but like, even though we have these tropes that we maybe are feel like okay, this is who I am. I am now a single black mother and all of the baggage that comes with that, you know? Um, But then also saying like, is it all baggage? You know, is it all bad? You know, do I have to play into this like stereotype that I'm finding myself comparing myself to? And and it's interesting too. uh, Yeah, no, I have so many thoughts about that because so social media reinforces this idea of what life should look like. You know, social media, in addition to the movies that we see, the storylines that we grew up with, you know, I was talking about this in the last episode with my sister, but I think it's, again, it's a common theme. It's why the Inky Comet exists, right? Mm-hmm. To pro- to provide nuance to the black, per, you know, perspective and experience. And, you know, when your life doesn't align with the dominant narrative of how life should be, we, it is easy to just ruminate or just Mm -hmm. in terms of thinking about 
what's so bad about it. But then there's just so how much, it's not ideal. Yeah. How it's and not, it's like, that's not real. Ideal isn't real. There's ideal no is ideal real. experience. There's no ideal for me, right? Single black mother experience. That's not who knows what the future holds, but you don't yeah. have to tether yourself to some sort of narrative because it's the narrative that you see most frequently. Yeah. Absolutely. No, absolutely. I, I a hundred percent agree. And, you know, I've talked about this <laughs> a couple of times before, but you know, the past couple of years have been difficult for me. Um, the pandemic was a really challenging time over you just going through a breakup, going through some really, I think, intense transformation and healing of my own just trauma, collective trauma, collective life trauma. And giving myself the space enough to be soft, to process that and to do that and like create boundaries and to be very thoughtful about who I've been engaging with, you know, like just been very selective overall and intentional. And there's also just been a lot of change and transformation. Like I'm very blessed in my work, but there's been a lot of transformation in the past year in that, you know, there was just a lot of uncertainty Um, and thankfully now I'm in a more stable space, but in addition to this, like personal, this very intentional journey in therapy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) having just these career stuff, you know, going on as well. And then also trying to date and wanting to find partnership and, and that, and that's been really difficult the past year, I would say the past two years, I, one Going through mourning a relationship for me was difficult. You know, it was almost three years. It, that was, that was, a, I had to unpack a lot there. There was a lot to unpack mm-hmm. and there's still a lot to unpack and heal from. And then while you're reflecting on that, trying to build relationships with other people, for me, really being very, getting clear and thoughtful on what I need in a partner. And that has been in tandem with reflecting on what I need for myself, you know, because as I've healed myself, my standards of what I need are changing and they're rising. And definitely as I do more just reflection and just learning of myself and understand honoring of what I've always known, honoring actually who I've always been mm-hmm. and not feeling like I need to conform to live an ideal life, you know, um, it's just, it's been a lot, you know, so it's just been a lot in that. And I, I feel like the trope that I, you know, have always been afraid, the trope that I've always been afraid of becoming has been like the successful single black woman. Mm. Wow. They honked on it. And that is absolutely a trope. That is absolutely a trope. Mm-hmm. Like deliver us from Eva. Hello here. Like <laughs> Gabrielle Union was like peak that character. Her Vic- Vivica Fox like went back and forth between playing that character yeah. and the black rom-coms that we grew up with. And becoming Mary Jane too. This boy that I went to high school with. So when I was in college, this boy that I went to high school with DM'd me on Twitter back when I was on Twitter. And he was like, you think you all successful, big and bad now, watching 10 years when you're like single with no kids. They really shots fired on some like wow. hotep stuff. Like it was very coming. Oh, that's mad disrespectful. It was very disrespectful. Because it was very disrespectful. That that's good or bad or like what the nerve. It was also, it was like just a lot. It was, uh, it was so unnecessary. And it, again, I think it speaks to a different conversation, but it just about how black men 
speak about and speak to white black women. Yeah, that's a whole separate conversation. But just like attack well, me in my. It's not dance. really a separate conversation because it is it, it is it is that single black working woman trope. Yes, you know, and what yes. comes along with that? It's just disrespectful. It's just disrespectful. and even it's, it's not. It's basically saying that who that person is a single black woman is so with no terrible kids, with right? no like kids to, to point all of that out and then to just just say that that is negative and because if the thing about it if i was a man living the same lifestyle same job that i'm at now same credentials i would be yo i'd be perfectly fine i'd be so eligible so it's different i think as again as women begin to achieve and i'm sorry for the beeping in the guy i'm in harlem y'all and they're just being disrespectful <laughs> that's that one that. song where it's like new york be so fucking loud i'm like damn so loud anyways tangent gone i just need to name that shit but no it was it was really disrespectful and i i think again because we talk about this I have a beautiful career. I have a beautiful home. I have a beautiful family. I have great relationships in in my life. And that's not to say that me wanting partnership is a bad thing. But it also is to say that despite not having partnership, my life is still very beautiful. There's so much to celebrate. There's so much abundance in my life. I wonder sometimes, like, yes, I do want a partner and that is okay. But how much of my discontent with my situation right now is because only because I want a partner and I don't have one? Or is it because of like societal pressures or this becoming this this trope? And it's also OK for me to just have feelings about this because this is something that I, you know, that I want. Like, I do want a partner and I, you know, I do want a partner that is confident enough and confident in himself and confident with me that I can have be, be outspoken, you. be me, you know what I mean? Be bad as hell. And also, yes, yes, <laughs> that's yes. What you, you want to be able to be genuinely you. You, my you don't want self. just any old person. You no. want your person. I want my person. And yeah, you're right. And it's okay to feel, to have feelings about that. <laughs> exactly. You know? Exactly. It, and it's okay to be where you are. Yeah. You know, it's all a part of the journey. And so saying that, just because you are 32 single and no kids, you know, yeah. that that's not the end. And we all know that that's not the end. It's yeah. just where you are right now. Yeah, it's not in this moment. Exactly. Yeah, this is who, yeah, in this moment. It's, at times I go through, I go from, it's like a roller coaster of all things. And I think that's the reality of just like maybe having, being in a difficult space of just, sometimes you're able to deal with it life. in life. Exactly. It's, exactly. it's a roller coaster. Depending on the day. The, ideally, I wouldn't always be so reactive, quote unquote, but you know, I'm also welcoming sadness and welcoming disappointment not welcoming it but I'm okay with it because that's again we can't feel happiness we can't be on 10 all of the time and disappointed not fulfilled like life is ups and downs exactly life is we have all of the feelings and all of the emotions because we experience all of the feelings and all the emotions and yes. it, we don't have to for run moment, from them I mean for a reason exactly. yeah for we a don't reason have to even anxiety them. like anxiety you know we both have anxiety mm-hmm. But even anxiety, like, has a purpose and isn't all bad, you know? But a lot of times we just, like, have this lens that things are, that feeling, feelings is all bad. Yes, yes, especially particular feelings. Certain feelings are bad. Right, right. One thing that you said that's super interesting is, um, or one thing that I got from what you said earlier is it's interesting the dynamic between uncertainty and also being re- reflecting and evolving with with uncertainty i think comes 
a need to be intentional and be thoughtful. Like you, you, in order to control, you can't control everything. You know that there are some things you can control. And so when you're in this uncertain situation, it's necessary that we have to then like reflect and evolve and be intentional and thoughtful about how we navigate the uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's true. I think that's the alternative to spiraling out. <laughs> you know, maybe just being right. overwhelmed. You no, know, honestly. Maybe, right. maybe that's part of yeah, how we're dealing with yeah, this and yeah. how we're like able to see the beauty in the situation because yeah. we are doing the work. And that is the, through the help therapy. of therapy. Yes. Shout <laughs> out to, to therapy. Each other. Exactly. Yes. Shout out to therapy. Literally. No, it's okay. <laughs> Journaling. Okay. <laughs> doing the work. Doing the work. Being so intentional about it because the past couple of years, I've definitely identified patterns in my behavior that I did not know before, you know, or did not recognize or did not and did not understand how to make different decisions. And being in therapy has really helped me make new decisions mm-hmm. and you know, breaking a pattern and changing your behavior is a lot of work. So shout out to me, okay? <laughs> shout out to me. Shout, shout out, out to, to you, okay? Yeah, okay? For doing the work, yes. you know, and like putting it in because if it wasn't for my therapist, I don't know. Like we talked about this before, but finding a therapist at any given time can be so difficult. So hang in there, stay inspired because when you do meet someone that you really do click with, there is an opportunity for a lot of growth and help and support. And so be honest. Did you struggle with that being honest in therapy? No, no, no I didn't. Good. No, I, I feel like I started being honest with myself when I started journaling when I was super young. I just decided no one's going to read this. <laughs> oh my goodness I journaled as a kid too yeah and I would like leave it everywhere I don't know if my family ever yeah. but I was they felt the same way I was like what my handwriting is terrible <laughs> yeah I don't really care I don't I care just, this but this is where I'm gonna be honest and so I try to, I do that in therapy too I try to be as honest as possible um yeah. it's not always easy uh I feel like it's easy to like not tell the full story sometimes mm. but yeah I'm for the most part pretty honest that's interesting yeah honest <laughs> right? It's, it's I lie. Because you just like, it's only an hour. You know, you're like, all right, how do we get to the point? But also, like, do you really need to lie? I know. Sometimes I do keep, I don't lie. I don't lie. But I, there are things like, when I know I'm on bullshit at this point, I don't, I'll keep that hidden. And then, like, the bullshit happens, I'm like, okay, so. I know so, your reaction to this exactly. one, so I'm just going <laughs> So, basically, for the past couple of months, I know we've had a lot of sessions together. This side thing was happening that I didn't let you know about yeah, that happened yeah. recently. And um, oh, I definitely got too. the side eye, like, girl, if you would have mentioned this, I would have been done, told you to stop. <laughs> We already okay. knew. <laughs> but again, I just it's, it's a process, all right? Mm-hmm. Growth is not a straight up line. It is up and down. So mm-hmm. we're going to take the up and down <laughs> for what it is. But yes, definitely shout out to therapy. Again, it's also for myself and for the young women, for my nieces, for the women in my family. Like, I may be one of the old, like, so I had an aunt, Dorothy, who also was very strong, independent woman, was married a couple of times, but ended up like not being in a relationship for the latter part of her life. And, you know, of all of the, she was really the only women, woman in my family that wasn't married when I was growing up. And I remember feeling sad for her. You know what I mean? That she lived alone. She always like, you know, her house is open to family members, whoever needed to stay there. Like I would go over there often. Our family would go over there often, but you know, 
she didn't have a partner and I did feel bad for her and it felt like that was the result of being too strong and it made me nervous that that could happen to me because I have been told and for certain personalities for certain people I'm a lot and I think that throughout my life my fear I've had a lot of fear around hiding my light Mm. (laughs) you know I have the sign right here I've had a lot of fear about being my full self you know because if I've been too much and feeling like I needed to contain to contain it all of that because I always felt like too passionate, too ambitious, too loud, whatever the space was. It was too, 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 too much. It was why I had to leave Denver. You know what I mean? Because I felt so too, too in the fucking box, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, and doing a lot of reflecting too, because I I projected that onto her. You know what I mean? We projected that idea onto her. Like, I think she was happy and she definitely, you know, made a lot of, she made decisions that made sense for her. She took care of herself, which was amazing. And I think we projected that she was sad about not having a partner in her latter years, but maybe she wasn't sad. And that was like other stuff that was there. And so for me, it's also, you know, there's the Buddhist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's like, like, maybe she wasn't feeling the way that, and that goes back to like, just because you are this trope, so to speak, even though your life looks like a trope, maybe that's what it is. Maybe just because your life looks like a trope in one area not, yeah, not generally speaking, but well, I'm thinking like, I mean, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like who you are, like, um, Meghan Markle right now has like a podcast. that's all about different female tropes. And like recently she had like the singleton and it was, yeah. yeah, And it was, yeah. yeah. And it was really interesting to hear someone, but it's like her life is a trope. Same with my life right now. Like, I have a new identity as a mother, and I am, Tyler, a single mom, single working mother. Like, that is who I am. Single working black mother. That's me. Yeah. You know? And, like, I think that with that comes a lot of assumptions. Mm -hmm. And same with your aunt, Dorothy. You know? Like, that comes with a lot of assumptions. And ultimately, those are things that y'all put on her, you know, yeah, not you, yeah, but like yeah, people, yeah. society put that on her. And maybe she wasn't even feeling that way. Yeah. yeah. She's feeling the same way we're feeling like, I don't want to this. Like my life is great. Yeah. I'm so blessed. And yeah. I see that, you know, especially mm-hmm. hopefully in your older age, mm-hmm. you exactly. see what it is and you, you're able to see the blessings. And you're not upset about it. Mm-hmm. And so I pray that she wasn't upset about it, no matter how many people put that on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's real. That's really, that's so real. And so now at 32, I'm like, Ugh, girl, I don't know. It's a mix. It's, it's mixed because there's a lot of joy, but then there is the sadness. There is the sadness. There is the sadness. There and I can't say that there isn't sadness for me personally, where I'm at right now, you know? And so there is a lot, a lot of life that just happens on a day to day basis. And when you live alone and you're single, you know, this is why we talk so much. I talk to you a lot. I talk to Neek a lot. Like basically I talk to you two damn near every day. I mean, yeah, <laughs> every absolutely. Day. We do talk every day, every all, day the time. all the time. <laughs> Literally every little chance we get, just yeah, like a check in. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like yeah, you know it's like to do let me just do a little tap here. You know, instead of that like hug that I assume people get at the end of the day. Again, this is what I'm assuming or this is what I would want. This is what I'm manifesting. Like at the end of the day, I just want a hug. You did it. Let me you know, here is a hug, an affirmation hug. And I feel like our conversations are that. You know what I mean? And so that's good and I have that, but there is that real sadness. So that it's not a hug. That it's not a hug. That it's not, you know, but it's good that you're here. And I'm glad that, you know, we're able to hang out this weekend. But yeah, girl, it's a lot. It's like life is just very dynamic and complicated. And it is not, it does not fit in a cute little pretty box. And 
maybe that is also life is understanding as you grow in life. It is understanding that life is not a cute little box that is black and white and cute little colors. But instead, it's really a whole mixture of things. And I don't know. I'm like, is there a way to better prepare us for this? You know what's so interesting? (laughs) So I've been listening to a lot of I listen. I love podcasts and um, Bishop T.D. Jakes was on Oprah's podcast. And he said the the epitome of the Christian image is a man riving in pain on a cross. God has never hid from us that suffering is a part of the journey. Mm. And so it's right there in front of us, you know, that, that, that there are like, you know, hills, mountains and valleys, you know what I mean? Like that this is a roller coaster, you know, when you're in the valley, you know, when you're in a tough part, when you are, when you do feel like you're suffering or like a part of your life is suffering or not where you want it to be. And it really is pulling your energy down or, you know, not necessarily down, but, you know, just in a place where you just don't want it to be, you want to yeah. be more joyous overall. And so if you just feel that tugging, you know, you have to recognize too, that it's a part of life. It's a part of the journey. Yeah, it is the part of the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Like, let's recognize it too. You know, suffering <laughs> yeah. is a part of the journey. I'm just but no, so, no, it is. It, it definitely right. is. Yeah, there's so much beauty. There's so much depth in our experience. And I think for other singletons, <laughs> Other singletons out there, we have to stay strong. And I would never like, and that's the thing too, I would never switch, trade my career. I would never trade my journey for something else. You know, I wouldn't be like, okay, I would like to achieve less in this area. Mm-hmm. You know, if that means I could be in a relationship. Like, no, nope. you better be. Be who you are. Be, I'm, be I, who you are. Accept me for who this I am, and I'm accepting for who you are. Exactly. Yeah, that's what yeah, it was. This is what's happening. This, this is what's this happening. This has got to be the ideal situation. It's where it's where we're at. Exactly. It's where we're at. What about you? Same girl. Literally same. Yeah. It's like we gotta keep it moving. Exactly. We gotta there is keep it no moving. judgment. And we are keeping it moving. We definitely and we're doing are. what we need to do. Yeah. And we talked about this too, but we are finding ways to switch it up, you know, like find new, yeah, Yeah, exactly. Find new routines, find new coping mechanisms, pull old ones back. It's like levers, you know? Um, and we're just pulling different levers to get through the days and weeks and find the blessings and joyous moments and be present enough to enjoy those blessing and blessing and joyous moments. Because my past two years of reflecting since the pandemic also brought to light how not being present in other times, you know, you're like, wow, that actually was a pretty positive time or things were going well. Reflecting and seeing real time how not being present, you can miss things in your life, you know? Exactly. And I don't want to miss anything. Exactly. Exactly. That's, uh, that's so true. <laughs> there's a lot of good. Happening. There's, there's so much good happening. <laughs> it's like so much happening right now. I'm living in Chicago. It's my favorite city Yay. I think in the world. I just love Chicago so much. I have an amazing condo. CJ mm-hmm. is son. little. Oh my gosh. And he's just the best. He is so amazing. And yeah, like my job, the company I work for, I'm just so blessed. Yeah. I have to experience the beauty of these moments because I'm not always going to live where I'm at. You know, this isn't it. No. And I I can clearly see me moving out of my current place, oh, but gosh. it's <laughs> such an amazing place. So yeah. let me 
experience the beauty of it. Yeah, no, definitely. Be joyous. And he's not going to be that little forever either, girl. The little cuddles. You better enjoy them now. I know. <laughs> the baby know. cuddles. It's like, I wish this stage was a little, I don't know. Longer. If yeah, a little longer. No, Actually, definitely I'm not, that. I'm not a mom, so I can't make no, that call. No, definitely but. that. Definitely that. I can, <laughs> I feel like all moms look at this phase and it's like, oh my God, that's so amazing. He's so close to walking. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that's, that's when. Really different. Oh my gosh. I was reading this parenting book (laughs) and it was like yeah around nine months is when they start crawling and you know once they're on the move your life is forever changed you'll never be the same that's what the book said and I was like oh my god highlight 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 (laughs) exclamation points around the page (laughs) crinkle crinkle like fold the ears like return to this page in nine months (laughs) yes yes and what you don't what I never thought about with motherhood like so many other things like so many things is when they start moving that's when you have to start disciplining oh you're like this nurturing parent for for until they can move and then you have to be like no <laughs> in your serious voice don't touch that oh my i related to your sister so much last week when she was like uh my voice cracks <laughs> you know my, when i raise my eyebrow he doesn't stop <laughs> Yes, relatable. You're like, oh, oh, well, CJ's the little baby, though. He's like 10 butts. He's yeah, like, he is. Yeah. I know, but he's I so know. perceptive. Yeah. He is. He yeah. is. And he's starting to go for stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, so I got to yeah. be like, no, serious voice. Wow. The dynamics of parenthood. Yeah. It's so real. It is. It's it such is. a real thing. I'm so it's proud of you, ride. friend. You are doing it. You are doing the damn thing, thriving through it all. That is the goal, people. <laughs> Thrive through the bullshit. Thrive through the bullshit. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Inky Comet. If you are enjoying the podcast, subscribe and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Inky Comet to continue the conversation. Also, be sure to check out the Inky Comet soundtrack on Spotify. Until next time, be encouraged.